BMO, we got to stop meeting like this, my friend. Do we ever talk outside of podcasting? So, a little bit. A little bit. Every like we now did and today. Again? Remember when you were like, I don't even know your jokes. No, we talked about our dicks for a short amount of time. Did, do we have to even? I mean, that's kind of just standard, right? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that what? Anyway. Yeah. So, Dude. here we go. We got Pick Your Poison. Tank. Season two. T- okay, okay. Tanked. Pick Your Poison. Season two. Round two. Round two. Um, let's go over the lineup. I could, I got it for you. You got it. I got okay. it for you. Yeah, I'm really excited about okay. this lineup. Uh, Wonder Dave, amazing comic. I think it's funny. Uh, I've got to see him at a lot of open mics, and I think he's got a, a lot of improv skills in him. He riffs a lot, so I'm excited to see him. Becca Henry, I've never seen her perform before, but hear nothing but good things, yeah. and also see the lineups that she's on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have a lot of faith. Um, uh, Jacob Blazer on the lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really big fan of his. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know how to say the gentleman's name. Leroy. Uh, yeah, Leroy. Leroy, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Sorry. Sorry, Leroy. I'll make. I'll take a crack at it if I can find sure. it. Okay, you keep going through, and I'll um, take a crack at it. I put your names constantly, every day, all day. <laughs> and, so. and then the final Ryan Goodcase uh, out of the five to round it out. Um, but but I'm absolute really beast coming off a world uh, world, world series, series of, of comedy, comedy win. win. Oh, that was um, synchronized. That was cute. Yeah. Well, we're awesome. Leroy uh, Ab- Abweg. Take it. So, yeah. um, you know what's nice? This is one of the first ones where I don't have as in-depth of knowledge of each of the comics. So I'm really excited to watch because I don't know their prepared material. Yeah. So obviously I don't know. what. So, you know, when you when yeah. you know these comics, you get an idea of like the lanes they're going to take about certain things. or You think you, know, you do. For the most part, to yeah. be honest, I've guessed right. Oh, as far okay. as lanes. Yeah. Now, you never know what topics you're going to get. Yeah, but I kind of feel like I've known whose style. We didn't bring any topics in for the intro, but that's fine. That's fine. People are just going to have to start buying tickets. We can ladies and gentlemen, get some ladies tickets. and gentlemen, you're going to have to start tickets. buying tickets if you want to know what is being picked on stage in the envelope. November 26th, round three. Got to come down. November 26th, round three. Play the promo. But I am really excited for the show. Um, I know we'll be back to talk more. Yeah, uh, we're about to get started. We got to get so started. Late, but let, let's do this. Um, is this a solid two-minute podcast? If nothing solid. else happens, we did a two-minute. I will post a two-minute podcast. That's longer than I lasted on Gong. It's, that's longer than uh, yeah, 24, 25, 26, all those seconds. I think so I lasted, the one time I did, I think I lasted 35 seconds. I went from 17 seconds to two minutes, just like my first two encounters with sex. You know what? That's really, that's huge, though. Yep. To go get two minutes at the Gong Show. Yep. And They're a finical fu- crowd. The funny part crowd. was, is I got through the rough part of the dick joke, and instead of making a turn to a new set of material, yeah. I just went in deeper on the dick jokes, and then they fucking gonged me. <laughs> he w- he, ladies and gentlemen, he went in deeper. I went in deeper. He went in deeper on the dick joke. You can call me Johnny Depth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go. let's get the show all started. Right, all right, cool. Yes. Yeah. So try. Uh, yeah. There's a mic. You want to get me in, in so close? That was that was pretty badass, dude. Did you did you have fun on that set? I. This is what I just told you before we pulled in. That envelope was perfect. Do you remember any of the ones you got? You got something about a pet cremation. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a petting zoo slash um, uh, animal cremation. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like perfect. The kids can pet them as they put them down. Yeah, that was a, like uh, it just fit for me. And I then, think then then you could uh, make s'mores around the fire. Yeah, and, and Peter would totally approve. Well, or yeah, yeah. Well, as long as it's humane. Yeah, it's humane, of course, because the animal's gonna die, right? You don't want to let them suffer for too long. Yeah. So yeah, every it seemed like everyone you pulled out of the uh, envelope, I just go, that's about right. Well, and uh, I love they were all dark, because that's kind of where my yes. mind goes. So I was like, oh, perfect. And yeah. there were there there was one you had. Uh, well, we're not gonna do this on the podcast, but suffice it to say, it had something to do with adoption. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Uh, um, what was it? Um, I think it was an uh, app for DoorDash. Adop- Adoption. Oh, DoorDash yes. adoption. I'm like, I mean, Woo. yeah, and then I was like, oh, you know what? This is probably used for nefarious purposes <laughs> and probably kind of exists already. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, that's the yeah. world we live in, unfortunately. Yes. It's yeah. too connected. Too connected. But yeah, no, I, I was like, oh, these are great. But yeah. it, it is, it's hell and nerve wracking being up there, you know? It's well, like, that's what I was going to ask you. Did it, did it rattle you at all getting up there and then realizing, oh, shit, this is just random stuff? Yeah, well, I kept just like reading it like I needed, I can't just, <laughs> I'm just reading it like, what do I do? I'm like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Just kept looking at it. So I, I it was a little physically weird, but um, yeah. I had, I do, I'm like over here going, I want to do this again. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. I'm like, as, as for as like fucking edgy, you know, on the edge you are, like fucking, I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, it yeah. was fun. Yeah. Well, I think it, it probably lends itself well to just get working that muscle of, um, 
relaxing and not giving a fuck what happens because you don't know what you're going to pull out of there. Yeah, not exactly. But sometimes when you pull something out of there, it's kind of funny, and the crowd is already laughing. Just I recorded it's so it because I know there might be nice. a jam in there. Yes. You know what I mean? So, I hella, yeah, I totally recorded the audio. I'm going to listen to it because I might have stuff. And if it's so similar to some of my stuff, I might be able to connect it to some of my stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, who yeah. knows? I'm gonna, I'll have to think on it. You know? Yeah. And the crowd was good. It was a big crowd today. Yeah, I've so. never been here, so I don't know what the... Well, but this yeah, is no, only the second one. All the seats one. were full, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was re- really cool. So yeah, now I guess what we got to do is they're in there trying to figure out. Um, they're counting them. They're counting, they're gonna, yeah. And then they're going to come up with the order. Yeah. I think Elwood is is performing um, right now. But what what else you got going? What other shows you got going on this week? I know you're constantly hitting up tons. Um, actually, of stuff. no. This this weekend I don't have anything. Um, oh, good for you. So weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, actually, I don't know. That probably bothers you. Well, huh? sometimes um, I'll try and find something. You know, I can usually yeah. hop on a guest spot or maybe someone have. You know, me people because the t- the tunnels out like they're just handing out sets right now. If I wasn't here, I would I would have could have gone on two different shows tonight. Oh, really? Uh huh. There, yeah. There, so um, probably I'm not guaranteed, but there yeah, was yeah, there yeah, was yeah. the possibility. Right, 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 um, right, right. But. Uh, I think what when, I have a, I have a show Thursday. Why do I keep forgetting where the hell my show is Thursday? I don't know. I just, I've had too so many m- goddamn yeah, shows. Yeah, that That's Reno trip, dude, like just wore me out. Well, I, hey, that Reno trip. Did you go with Munoz? Was that the? Trip? No, I oh. did. Uh, that was with uh, Jimmy Maniz. Oh, okay. We went out. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No. So yeah, in three days, I did five shows and drove a thousand miles, and then That's I managed insane. to squeeze in a fourteen-hour workday too. So it was a pretty rough weekend for me, but like I, I only have two shows this week. I have this one, and then Thursday I'm I'm, I'm actually like 20 minutes from my house. I'm in Tracy at this uh, nice. this new bar's grand opening thing. Um, I'm doing a comedy show there, so nice Central what? Valley. Yeah, actually, yeah. I guess Tracy's not Central Valley. It is, right? is just it? inside. Yeah, just inside. I'm 209. Yeah, straight yeah. up, and I live in Tracy. So nice. Uh, once you get on the southern side of the Ultimate, you're that's pretty much the beginning. I call myself the cusp of the Central Valley from being in Tracy. I remember when we were, I, I was young, right? And my little brother, I was probably, I don't know, middle school or something. Do you ever have this? How big is the family you come from? Uh, I had stepbrothers. I had like step two brothers. stepbrothers, stepsister, and a sister. So we were five of us. Okay. Yeah, so we were pretty. But you went on trips together and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Dude, we were 2,000 miles from California to Wisconsin on several occasions. Oh, Yeah, no. in a car, like all. Someone puked. Someone puked along the way, oh, right? We used to, uh, dude, we used to go to Big Bear when I lived in Southern California. Every time we went up in the mountains, I would throw up and yeah. someone else would. Yeah. My sister was the barfer, always with the puke whenever yeah. we were on some road trip. But yeah. I remember Tracy. Because it was one of those things where uh, we drove through, and I forget what they had there back in, this was probably late late 80s, early 90s, but there was some kind of, it was either cattle or- It was a water treatment plant. Was it the water treatment plant? It made the whole city stank up up until, it just started getting better, I think, maybe like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when we would drive past, there was a bad smell. And one time my brother goes, oh, we're going past Stinky Town. Nice. And then so that Tracy stuck with him. Stinky yeah, Town. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that stuck with my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's literally like graduating from whatever college, whatever. Hey, you want to go past Stinky Town? <laughs> I know. Grown-ass adult <laughs> yeah, college, yeah, Tracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes things stick with your family. You yeah, know? yeah, no. So well, yeah, when you're, when you're around each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's cool, dude. So what other was some hot stuff from tonight? I don't know. There was a lot of good things. You know what's good about this is it's kind of like a little bit of a the punchline in front of the premise because you get such a random thing, and then you got to build the whole story yeah, yeah, yeah. around it. Exactly. So, it, well, you know, it's so funny because that's kind of my writing process too. Really? Yeah. I, have, I, I get an idea, and it's like it's kind of the punchline, so then I have to build a setup. Happens sometimes to me a lot. I build in reverse. Yeah, sometimes I, I do build that's in reverse. Usually, how I do it. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll, I'll start with a like a premise and I'll, and I'll write my joke and then I'll realize my premise is the fucking punchline. So I yeah. have, have end up doing it in reverse anyway. So it's 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 kind of funny. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think there was one Chappelle special where he talked about that. Like yeah. He just pulled a punchline out yeah. of a jar. And and that's kind of how my mind works. You know, because I think I'm like, that's funny. Like, how do I set it up now? You know? Yeah, yeah. That's what how I do it. I don't get a premise and then go looking for a punchline. I find the punchline, and I'm like, that's that's what's funny about this. So I need to build it to get there. And then you know, you tag it before, after. Yeah. Around. Maybe you'll find another punchline that's funnier. Um, how often do the tags come to you on stage? Uh, where you're kind of in a flow and you say the punch and people are laughing and then something just pops like, into your head miraculously. Like, 
25 percent of the time 20 percent okay. not a whole lot i get i get a lot of them listening to my sets on the way home oh yeah or walking off stage and going you know what i should have said after yeah. that yeah i got another. one from a, somebody said it once in the audience i someone said something and i was like oh shit that is a sick ass tag and i yeah. use it to this day yeah yeah i what i would say that my one of my openers that i use most consistently um i got because of feedback from multiple people Oh no! Yeah, who, absolutely. Who would I would get off stage and they would say, "Hey, you know what?" And then they would say some shit to me. And by the third time I heard it, I go, "Fuck it, that's my joke now." And I don't care how many. And you, you know what? Yeah, especially you know what that is because yeah. what we're looking, you're looking for the the relativity relativity of the joke that yes. everybody gets it and relatability. So it's usually and yeah, and yeah that's a relatability. That's yeah, what yeah. I was. Um, uh, so and when three people come up, that their minds went there instantly. So yes. that's you know that's gonna hit well. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. I, I have certain things that I've noticed where like punchlines have a low hanging fruit. I yeah. want something more complex, but audiences don't want that all the time. You know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I find like it's just my own thing, but that's that that low hanging fruit hits so hard sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the relatable part. Let me ask you this about uh going blue. Cause you're you're comfortable you're comfortable with being in that zone. Oh my gosh! Yeah, darkness. I'm actually leaning into it at this point. Yeah, and then tonight, for some reason, it seemed like every other paper you're coming somehow involved death or something really dark. Yeah. And you just used the word. You, you took the word right. You you were leaning into it, yeah. no matter what the groan or the the. Oh, how many minutes? Two two minutes. Five. Oh, so I'm number two. Number. Uh, all right. Okay. Nice. So, um, you yeah, know, my set's been getting considerably darker recently. I got a bunch of new stuff. Well, if you want to come in and check it out, you'll hear it too. But, uh, um, so yeah, come on in. You know what? We're recording. You don't, are you okay with the camera being on? It's not live streaming. Yeah. No, no, there's no rules. All right. You can <laughs> Un- go ahead and take over here too. Yeah. I gotta, I'm, I'm, I'm next. So, um, yeah. Well, you know what? We will, um, Come back. Yeah, I'll come back. We'll okay, follow yeah, that yeah, conversation. No, 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 no. Leroy. Leroy. Yeah, put, put on the put on the cans there and we'll get you on the podcast. Dude, amazing set. How long have you been doing comedy? That was I've so been. that that off the cuff stuff was um the the improv stuff was just fucking fire, dude. I was laughing. Thank you, thank you. I've been doing comedy for years. You may seven have to pick it up a little years bit. Now. Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, seven years. Yeah. Oh, it's so you got fun. chops. Yeah. Well, yeah. trying. Try yeah. On. Um, how long you guys been doing this podcast? This is cool. Um, so the podcast, so I've been podcasting since February. So I have a podcast called Am I Making Sense where I just get comedians on and we just, whatever, talk about whatever, chop it up. Um, but then BMO and Ruben said, Hey, you want to podcast, um, during and after the pick your poison show? And I said, fuck yes. That's the way to do it. It's the the way to do it. Yes. This is a fun show. This is a legit fun show. Yeah. People like to hang out. So you got everybody in good moods, high spirits. I think so. Yeah. So it's been working good. And we've had a lot of people on here. We've gotten a little crazy. I actually, the first couple episodes, I was drinking a lot prior to this. (laughs) And I was getting a little loose, but now I'm trying to just drink like one or two before because I don't want to get too sloppy. Uh, but yeah, no, we're having fun. No, and I think this would be a good, and that's why I don't normally smoke weed a lot. But like, oh, okay. I brought a joint because I thought, like, pick your poison. I thought it was like yeah. one of those like gateway shows <laughs> where like you do a set and then you leave and get high and then do a set. Oh. And then I found out that it's an improv and then you leave and do a set. Right. And I was like, why don't I just mesh the two together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And make it a double feature. Let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you this then. So, how are you after smoking weed with your set material? Not very great. That's yeah, me neither. It's not a good, a good yeah. idea. I think I might not do it. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. I'm kind of in the middle. So, I was actually talking with Elwood about this prior to the show. Where for me, it seems like there's a uh, an eighty percent high where I'm very effective. But if I go to ninety or hundred percent, I may not even remember the shit I wanted to say on stage. And I and I'll get on stage and just go aba aba. You know, yeah, kind of exactly. just totally forget what the fuck I was gonna say. Yeah, I so. feel like I feel like people that are good on stage, high, like they just smoke all the time. Yeah, and like and there's certain people. I remember when I first started doing comedy, I saw this guy that used to just his act was always going up with like these dark shades. Oh and right, like doing like one liners like a, as a stoner. Yeah, and I see him get off stage completely sober. So I was like, oh, that makes huh. sense. That's an act. 
Yeah. That's where I first realized what an act is. Yeah. Like in terms of just like, I, okay, so this isn't your real life personality. Yeah. I. It's funny you should say that because when I, I'm fairly new, I've been at it for about a year and a month. Oh, how have you been liking comedy? Oh, I love it, dude. Everyone's I been welcoming. Fucking love it. Yeah. You know, I think overall, I, I was worried that maybe people, because cause I'm an older guy too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm 44. You don't look a day older than 43. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're looking great. Great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but so I was a little worried. I was like, ah, oh, they're just gonna look at me like like the old man. But number one, there are guys older than me doing it on the scene right now. And then number two, no one's really. It hasn't even been about that. It's just kind of been about. And I realized when you're starting, you're bombing so fucking you, much. You gotta work the suck out. That's and we're all do. bombing. And so it's kind of like, it's one of those things where. This isn't the best analogy, but when you see a friend, maybe like uh, you're you're both fighters or something, you see each mm -hmm. other getting punched in the face. Wait, are, like, you, are you a fighter? No, I'm not a fighter. Uh, I, okay. I, I I wrestled I in high school, but oh, I, me too. Did you? Well, wait. Uh, I was around once. I think it was 172. Oh, I was in uh, 160s. Wow, oh, we yeah. were close. Yeah, we were close. Holy smokes, we, we would have been on. Yeah, we would have been doing corner drills probably together. Yeah, well, you got a mat. No, okay. <laughs> we don't have a mat. And besides, you would probably, that's literally, uh, yeah, that's 20, 25 years ago or something like that. But anyway, what was I going to say? It's, what I'm trying to say is you kind of watch each other eat shit. And so it almost, it, it, it kind of, you know, solidifies that, okay, we're, we got to at least be cool with each other. Because, yeah, you know, any given, day, any given day, one of us, that could be it. We could get up there and everything could fall flat. And then you just get off feeling like shit. So, um, no, it's been good, man. I'm going to stick with it. I have no thought of, of quitting. And plus, podcasting has been a fucking blast, yeah. dude. I've and been get loving podcasts. As long as comedians are your friends, you get the best guests, to be honest. Like. I, I've tried po podcasts for other things, and I just couldn't get it to take off. But with comedy, it's like I was getting two or three um, people on my podcast per week. I've slowed down because I've gotten busy at work. So now I'm only doing usually one a week. But... Yeah, dude, not to bore you with details, but it's like people are always very agreeable to jump on uh, comedians. They're comedians. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, we all want a microphone. We all want to talk yeah. shit. And you can plug your shit. You can plug your shit. That's right. Just um, like my uh, punchline show on November 5th. Yes, get it in uh, there. We were going to get to that <laughs> plug no matter what. Exactly. So, so, punchline, uh, how long have you been performing there? Um, I'm not past. Um, so the the way I got in is so I I have this uh long running show called uh not long run it's been three years I've that's pretty long getting a big head yeah. uh, um called Comedy Psychos we started okay. um working with this uh clothing company called San Francisco okay um I went to their shop one day and I was like hey let's go do a comedy show here and he was just like uh, okay it's a clothing shop let's try to make it work okay we did two indoors ended up doing one in the backyard. And it grew to a whole event where it's like a exactly the opposite of what you want for like a, a comedy club. It's okay. It's, you, you typically want low ceilings, right? Yeah. For a yeah. comedy club. You want it to be nighttime. You want there to be a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Our show is in the backyard in the middle of daytime in San Francisco. What up? What up? God. Um, damn. And uh, we have live music, um, comedy, cannabis and anchor brewing. Nice. So, so, oh, yeah. so there is alcohol there then. Yeah, and there is alcohol. Weeds yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's grown to a whole thing. We, uh, we were in Clusterfest earlier this year. Oh um, shit, that's big so, time. So yeah, this has been a pretty big year for us, okay. and this is a huge milestone for us. Psycho. To finally What's it called? Psycho. Comedy psychos. Comedy so you guys psycho. Can follow us at Comedy Psychos everywhere. Okay. Um. So this is this is honestly like with all the stuff that's gone this whole year, having a show in the punchline, um. It's just a huge milestone for us, especially yeah. when we thought the punchline was going to close. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's when I, my heart sank, and I was just like, dude, I never had the opportunity to get past there or, yeah, like, work yeah, there. Yeah. But this is going to be cool. And, and what's cool about this show is um, we are going to try to make it a Comedy Cycles experience, and we brought, like, a house band. Nice. So it's going to be, like, you know, like the late-night shows. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's yeah. going to be a band, and we're going to donate a lot of the ticket sales to um, Hamilton families, which helps okay. uh, low-income and homeless families. So God. a lot Damn, of good things going with the show. Leroy, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah so November um, 5th. Can I jump in? Yes. So uh, this is not my podcast. Can we, can and we do breaking like, yeah. news on the podcast? Breaking news. Yeah. So I got good news and I got bad news. Okay. The good news is you're up in like seven minutes. Oh, shit. Okay. Bad news is you didn't win. Oh, fuck, man. You didn't win. But you did, but you did very, very well. What was the score? 
I, I'm, I, we don't do that. But you did get second. Okay. We do, we do that. That's all we say. We say <laughs> there's first and second. We don't say the scores other than that. We don't say who got you know fifth, fourth, or third. Um, that we don't, we don't, we don't want to do that. But you um, guys didn't count, did you? We did I'm absolutely. Just, I have the scorecard in my pocket. Okay. <laughs> and 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 honestly. Yeah. Oh, for the right price. Two dollars. Uh, We're starting at two dollars. <laughs> nope. Nope. Two blunts. That's two all blunts. it takes. Get me One. stoned enough. One and a half. Done. Go do your set, and we'll talk about okay, it. Okay. Let's do it. No. Um. No. Seriously. Great job. Thank you. Um. I did want to ask. It's it's a shame that you you got maybe you could come back, but I I wanted to ask you about the um you had one Uber. Okay. All right. Never mind. Never mind. So Bimo, can you keep talking? I'll be right back. I'll jump on the. Can you keep talking? Because um we've had Jacob and Leroy. Um, I'd love to. I his Uber, amb- the sad Uber. The sad no, the sad yeah, yeah. Uber. The ambulance ride ambulance. equals sad Uber. Yeah, yeah, that was. But good. then he set it down. To <laughs> he bring went it back. back to it. That he was went back good. to it. That was hilarious. His was fire. I mean, yeah. they were all fire. But his, I, I was when he walked away. I, I don't know something in me. I and I, you know, they were all great. But something in me goes, ah, he's gonna win. I did too, and then he he did some small thing. I forget where what it was to be honest with you, but he did this thing, and both Ruben and I looked at each other and we're like, "He just won." Yeah, and and we we had the same feeling, but that's why pick your poison is is so crazy because okay. even the person who kills necessarily who won. I don't even know who won. Um, no one knows yet, but we'll oh. breaking news okay. live on pick your poison tanked. What am I? I, don't know, I just looked at the camera a lot. Um, yeah, it's cool. No, it's sexy when you do that. Becca Henry won. Yes, she won. I could see that. She was very connected with the crowd. Honestly, I, I would not have been surprised if anybody won, um, based on a lot of the results. To be yeah. to be quite frank, just like yes. on, on you know, that's what I feel too. Because yeah. when Wonder uh, when Wonder Dave kicked it off, I I just I was go like, holy God, fuck. that's gonna be hard to follow. Damn. I think and then everyone came and it was just rolling thunder. Ba boom. I genuinely ba-bom, feel ba-bom. like he the disadvantage for him was he went first. I genuinely think that because yeah. when I saw him, I was like, no one's beating that. Yeah. But I also wrote the sacrilegious prompt and he murdered the sacrilegious yeah, yeah, prompt. Yeah. So for me, I have like a personal connection to that. I was like, oh yeah, my God. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. every time I've written a prompt, it's gotten like the, this is dumb. And then they throw it away. Or like and, then make they, and then they say, Ruben, you're an idiot. Right. And then you're like, no, I'm the idiot. I've <laughs> done it. <laughs> but it's genuinely true. Like I haven't got a good one from any of my um, mine yet. Here he oh, comes. Dude, get on in here. Can you, can oh, he's got to smoke. Let, let the man smoke. Okay. Dude, hey, jump in here. I got to go like, oh, anyway. Bimo thinks he's important. All right. So. No, I'm not, I don't think I'm important. Oh. Oh, look at that. That was very I intimate. I know I'm important. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There was no All doubt right. in my mind. Ooh, I'm loud. I guess I must have been really loud earlier. No, no, no. You, you were fine. I, as long as this little thingy doesn't go red, as long as neither of these thingies go red. Yes. I think Test we're good. Did you already do your set? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, well, I missed it. Well, that's it, where it was. He told me I had four minutes. So that's why I was like, I got to go. Nice. Nice. Did that one go well? Yeah, it went well. Nice. Yeah. That's I did good. all my new dark shit, too. Awesome. People were, people, then that's when people, because see, I know you. I've seen you on the circuit, so I know your material. So when you're pulling it out, I go, yep, that's right. That fits. That fits. So now people, they heard your stuff, and they go, oh, that envelope was perfect for Jake. Well, I see, and I have, I have a new bit about uh, unvaccinated children. Okay. Schools for them. I don't know if you heard that one. I no. Have a, I have a new one. Uh, I just wrote because uh, it's about Donner Pass. We went up there um, when I went to Reno. I so saw the pictures. Brand new bit. Like okay. I, I've only done like twice. Well, I, just, I think this might have been the third time I've ever done it. Awesome. But it, 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 it's been working out well. So okay. it's still kind of new, but I've, it works in the set that I'm doing. So it's pretty dark and random a little bit. But yeah, I, yeah. I get the groans and the laughs, and yeah. that's where I like it. I like to bring it. I want them to groan and then laugh. That's just well, fucking great. I think <laughs> I don't. I think I heard this somewhere. It's not even necessarily always about being funny, but people always have to be engaged and feeling you, you something. You get a reaction. Yes, a reaction. A reaction. That's Mind that's you, the you don't job. Want the reaction to be the guy rushed the fucking stage. Yeah. But um, I've hey, seen well, comics are able to to uh, get that reaction from people sometimes. Well, yeah. There's obviously there's the famous, what is it? The um, uh, mutiny radio uh, incident that that's oh, on yeah, yeah. YouTube. That Matthew uh, Quirk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where that one dude rushed the ch- yeah, stage yeah, yeah. for someone. Um, have you? So, what's the worst? Have you ever had anyone any conflict after your set? No, that's so funny because uh, I was just talking about this with Bimo. Okay. Uh, before I started, it's someone recently told me, and I, and I kind of have a resting dick face RDF is what I call it. Okay. Uh, and people, I've been told. Wait, what is explain that? How's that? Like 
everyone like I'm normal. I'm like, are you okay? Are you upset? No. I'm oh, I have that too. Just People always ask me that. I, I, yeah. you know, yeah. You've heard of RBF, right? Resting bitch face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it RDF resting dick face. Oh. It's, it's the male version. Of yeah, RBF. yeah, yeah. But um, someone, I think it's best described as being I have an unapproachable look. Okay. So I just people tend to not fuck with me as much. I right. guess. I yeah. don't know. Like it's just been my like I've been in rooms where like a heckler is giving kind of everybody in the lineup a hard time. I step on stage and just nothing. Quiet. Yeah. That's I a good. That's an advantage. It is. Right I'll take whatever I can fucking get. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. I yeah. I think with me, so I've especially in my family, um, you know the the wife or the kids. What's the What's the matter? What's the matter? Nothing's the matter. I I feel good right now. But yeah. I think with me, I have these these nits in my eyebrow where I look like I'm always kind of, you know, like uh, what's going on. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm actually just thing. a dumb dumb. It's not that I'm mad. I just I have a blank brain or if my brain is working it's just like a bear riding a unicycle juggling I, balls I, I'm, I'm just kind of like i guess i have um, intent intensity that i yeah I, I, it's not i'm not trying to like put something out of just how i roll you yeah know? so do you feel do you ever feel like you got to battle that on stage like be more no moving? i think no. actually it actually works on my favor yeah because i have this like i'm a part of like like you know i don't know about this guy and then it's just <laughs> open my mouth like, yeah 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 they like before I was being a little more silly, so people were like, yeah. okay, this, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But now, like with the dark stuff, it just works. Yeah, and I'm like, it, my dark stuff's really working. I don't know, I like it. So yeah. I'm, I'm just going down. You know, I'm just following where my mat- material takes me at this time. But yeah. um, that's working for me pretty good right now. I can nice. get in away with uh, quite a bit of stuff, and nice. I like it. I think I like the darkness. I always did. I was it's always the kind of comedy I like. So who's your who who are your biggest uh, music influences? Like, do you like dark music or? Um, I did when I was younger, I, you know, youthful angst yeah. and all that. Um, yeah. I, but dude, I listened to everything legitimately. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I listened to um, Bollywood radio, fucking, I like African pop radio because it's cool. Because when you get African pop, what it is is the, the station I listen to is not like all the shit from Africa. It's like the charts the people in Africa, which is a very diverse country. I would have never mean, pegged you or, for this kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I listen to everything, dude. Huh. Like, like everything. So African pop, where do you even get African pop? Is I mean, that on Pandora? FM? Just type it in. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Pandora gets yeah, yeah. Or like I'm I, acting I, like I, we're I'm, in 1993. I'm on Apple Music. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Napster, bro. Like, straight yeah. up. All the African music you want, you know. Like, no, but I mean, so you'll get, like, your Middle Eastern music. You get Asian music. Okay. So it's, like, it's their charts, but they like music from all over the country. I'm um, all over the fucking world in yes. Africa. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's not like America where everything's all American music. You might get some, you know, British crossover. Right. The occasional side from Korea. Or yeah. You know, Latin. We get a lot of Latin. But, but nowadays it's so sectioned with internet, like K-pop. Like, you don't hear this show on the radio, but they have millions of fucking followers and right. and all that. I don't know. But I listen to everything. I'm down for whatever. Like, okay. like I roll with a lot of people. I'm like, put on whatever you want, dude. I'll listen to it. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. Anything. You'd be a good party DJ then, probably. Probably because not because I would pay some shit. People, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Where, yeah, I'm. Is this Afri- Where is this yeah, popular? Right. Nigeria. And be Come like, on. Oh, Justin Timberlake, and then like, why are we listening to Johnny Cash now? Yeah, yeah. Like, just what's happening? Like, yeah, that's, that's a good point. But that's kind of how my brain works. And yeah. So, like I, I legit eclectic. Like, like yeah, like like I uh, like now I just my Apple Music and download a bunch of shit and just put them random. So yeah. you know, I get like Foo Fighters and then fucking I don't know, just like all kinds of sh- just you never know what's gonna come up in the mix. You know? Okay. Nice. Yeah, no, that's got to be helpful. What What do you think the, I think maybe we touched on this in our other podcast, but I have this, I don't know what you would call it, but I have a working theory that uh, music and comedy, there's some kind of cross-sectional thing happening between the two disciplines because I feel like I run into so many musicians in the comedy world and obviously uh, vice versa, right? Yeah. Comedies in the mu- music world, but do you think there was anything that you're so you're a lead singer? Yeah. Any other instruments you play or I do all not vocals? I play a single instrument. Okay, all vocals. Is there obviously yeah. that helps you on stage, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I've been the front man. Like I've, I've been doing, I've been doing music for over 25 years. So okay. it's like you know how many times I've been on stage and like my guitar player breaks a string and I just got to fill a fucking time. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. when you're playing music, so I'm chatting with, a, so I'm like comfortable on stage. And I see a lot of people that like really funny writing, but they're new comics. They're really uncomfortable on yeah. stage. Like for. I have people years into it get super yeah. uncomfortable, but I'll go up there and just not say anything. I mean, it's not the most comfortable thing, but I it's not like a giant fear. And yeah. I, and I kind of like the challenge. I like being challenged. So yeah. uh, that looks hard. I'm going to try it, you know, yeah. because 
the worst case scenario is is fine with me. Like nobody liked me and they told me to get the fuck off the stage, you know? Yeah. Um that's the worst thing that's gonna happen, then what am I worried about? Yeah, yeah that's not a big deal. Yeah, it's not it's not like the uh ancient times where you know, if you're the king jester and he doesn't yeah. like your joke, you get off yeah. with his head. Off with his fucking head, yeah. We I just know. don't get paid. Yeah. Or whatever the whatever it might be, yeah, right? Fed. <laughs> yeah, we won't get yeah. fed. We'll be yeah. living on the side of the street. <laughs> yeah. I've wondered that too. I was thinking, how would it how would one liners play out on the street? I know there's a couple of guys here in the Bay Area. Hamburger's done it. I think Faco did it, but to just take a PA system and walk around public areas and start doing well, that would work better than trying to do storytelling on random people on the street. Oh, that would be brutal. You have to keep them like that would be brutal. engaged. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. one liner, you can drop it and like can walk away, or you can walk I, away, or what the hell you're doing. You I know? definitely think I'm going to try that one of these days. But I think that's more terrifying than being in a venue where you uh, uh, know that everyone before you and after you is there to tell jokes also. Um, because it's kind of like the appropriate place. Whereas if you just have a PA and you're walking around telling jokes, get it. Do you want to get in here? Get into the podcast. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to be on camera? Oh, no, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be you'll be great there. And sorry, I only have two mics, but I'm going to hand you the mic in just a second here because I'm about to get a drink of water. So what I'm talking about is um, I, I think I want to try, and I know some com- comics have, have done this, but I wonder how much it would um, flex that comedy muscle to just go out in public with a PA system and walk around and just dude, so I know I I would love to do like a gorilla, yes, comedy show. That's what I'm thinking. Um, uh, like where l- legit, what you need to do, like like go out with a van, s- roll up in the side, and have a sound system right I there. I think someone's Step doing that. On, I'm on that show. You are okay. bust out laughing. He yeah. doesn't just roll up; he books it. But oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, it's cool. It's the backdrop kind of, but um, okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I'm on that show next month, the 11th, I think, November. I'm not sure, but it's called Bus Out Laughing. Yeah. yeah. I got it. He's, I'm headlining that show. It's pretty nice. Where's it going to be at? Um, shit. It's on a bus. It's wherever it, uh, wherever oh, it goes. Right, right, right. No, well, he's <laughs> got it. There's an address, but. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Um, you know what I did? I have to look that show. Um, let me do this. I'm sorry, guys. This is live. There we go. Now you should be free. Yep, this is some pro shit right here, bro. No, I'm just kidding. Fucking with you. Okay, we're, I'm going to look up this venue. What do we got here? Uh, bus out laughing. Oh, you know what? I, it's, I don't have the address. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Facebook somewhere. Shit. This has been a brief foray yeah. into I know. Yeah. Oh, so no, you're, are you hosting now, or are you just... Huh? Which, which, oh, yeah, which, sorry. Oh, this right. is Elwood. Matthew McCarron is dead. Uh, yes, I we slit murdered his him. throat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Jacob... Yeah, now he, he's uh, back he's from the dead <laughs> on video. No, nice, that, that was know, amazing. I want to know your difference between performing at Pick Your Poison... As the improv versus being the guy in the middle, right? Because you've done both now. You're the only guy who's done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, am I the only one who's done both? Oh, trendsetter. So I've only been, so I've only been doing this for, uh, I think, five rounds, season one, and then obviously two rounds because it's season two. I'm pretty sure you're the only one who's middled and also done the, yeah. Uh, I feel exactly the same way I did before. <laughs> um, is it better? I think, actually, you know what? I think the improv is better. It's fun. It's like, fun. I, I came out here right after, and I was like, I want to do this again. Right? Like, right away, I wanted to do it again, yeah. It was so much fun, and I feel like there's also less. If you fuck up, it's like... Oh, they're totally forgiving. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, you have to fuck up, kind of. You stumble your way into laughter is what really happens, you know what I mean? Exactly, um, yeah. It's the, the improv nature of it makes it sort of... Yeah. Lower impact. Yeah. Like nobody gives a shit. And plus, it's great. Like we, like it's not like like normal improv. And I'm not trying to shit on normal improv. Yeah, but yeah. they're going out there with the intention, of like we are improv. We're doing it. And we're up. Like we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're just trying to make it work. So <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. way more forgiving. We don't. We're not taking ourselves as serious as say an improv troupe might. You know yeah. what I mean? Is anyone? Does anyone do improv here? No. No. We can shit on improv then. It's okay. fine. The only people you know, who I, I know, I respect I it. it. I like in, it, like it's a different discipline, like totally than stand up comedy, without a doubt. Um, but, you know, there's some super funny people who do that shit. My, my favorite funny man of all time is Chris Farley. I love Chris Farley. I love f- he was improv. Will, Farrell, Will improv? Ferrell is hella funny, too. Yeah. And Will Ferrell's so Fucking funny. Ridiculously funny. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Those are improv guys. But those are like, it's just, you just push the silliness envelope, and you have to have it yourself. It's not like, and no one else could do what Will Ferrell does. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, 
I don't know, like like I could write a joke and someone else could do it, probably my stand up. But like right, to but do it's like ephemeral. It yeah, like if he if he wrote whatever his bit was that he did on Saturday Night Live and someone else tried to do, it. I'm sure he did write stuff for other people. But even like the Harry Carey stuff, you know what I mean? He used to do on Saturday Night Live. Like couldn't no one else could have done what he did? I guess is what I'm trying so to say. So I, okay, here's a question for both of you guys. This is something for us to chew on. It's a deep comedy question because I just watched something on YouTube about joke stealing. And when I first started, uh, the first, I would say, month of going to open mics, I felt like every premise that was kicking around in my head was already being done oh, yeah, yeah. Well, by other comics. So at what point, um, obviously we have examples out there of people who would hang out in the back of clubs, like the Carla, Carlos Men- Mencia, Mencia yeah, yeah. Um, scenario where he would hang out in the back of clubs and just lift as much jokes as he possibly could and it was blatantly obvious um but premise overlap i think because comedy is becoming such a big thing premise overlap is uh, it's inescapable oh yeah, yeah. well especially so the pop culture reference shit is all that's yeah that's why i don't do political shit like yeah like every every single thing that you could think was funny it's gonna be done on late night television that night you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna come up with something else yeah it's i mean that's i mean we do live in like a particularly fraught period of of history it's like the the death of truth all sorts of shit uh (laughs) right me too um but it's i mean like there's no there's no original thoughts human beings have been talking and writing for thousands of years they're just like (laughs) like how many books have been written there's really only like seven stories yeah when you break them down the the meta myth is small yeah, yeah i think like as long i think the the intent is really the yeah. pertinent thing. Like, if you're making a joke and it's similar to, like, there's, you know, a uh, bunch of people have jokes about being bisexual, but, like, oh, yeah. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there were certain things, like, came in, like, uh, I'm not doing an ass eating bit when I started doing comedy. Everybody has an ass eating bit. Uh, I, like, wh- I, the, when I started in Sacramento, uh, like, okay. maybe that was just then, but, like, I swear, I, everyone I heard had a bit about eating ass. I was like, Jesus. When did you start? Um, uh, a year and a half ago, year and eight I months. Ago. I feel like eating ass was like a, a trendy thing to talk about a couple of years ago. Well, that's what yes, yeah, what I'm saying. Like when I yeah, yeah, and it was just like fuck, everybody's talking about. It. And like the best thing I ever heard is like Marty Cunney had a joke about ass eating jokes. I'm like, that's meta, bro. <laughs> 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 like you're not doing an ass eating joke. You're doing an ass eating joke about people doing yeah, ass eating yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I, I'm down with that. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, no, there's there's like. Did like, you hand it to me because we were talking about ass eating? It's like Tinder. Do I look like Uber? an ass? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, like like Using the word woke. Can you, can you, yeah. like, how many people do you know that don't have Uber jokes? Like, how many people yeah. know that you don't have Tinder jokes? Like, yeah. Really, the it's the other side of the coin on that. More people have Tinder jokes than not. Yes. You know, but I don't have any because I don't use Tinder. I don't have Uber because I don't even have Uber on my phone. Yeah. And I've never, I've, I think I've ridden in someone else's Uber once. Yeah. That's it, you know? But because I drive. Right. <laughs> You're an adult. I'm an adult. <laughs> I drive, so I and I have a car, so yeah. I don't Uber. Um, and yeah. now, especially because I don't drink, you know, uh, yeah. I definitely don't need a reason to Uber. Yeah, yeah. I well, so that was the hurdle that I had to get over is just say, oh, guess what? Yeah, you're gonna write jokes that other people are thinking about, so just just deal with it. And then yeah. if there ever comes a time where the overlap is uncanny. Then you, j- then you Dude, deal I, with I've it, I've done right? that where, like, I have an idea or I'm working something and I hear, oh, that's kind of like what I'm doing and I just won't do it. I'd be like, yeah. Uh. But if I'm, but I have stuff like, okay, we kind of touch on something, but like when it really comes down to how you punch it, like, cause, cause you can, you like, you can start with the premise and he'd go that way and you go yes. a totally different direction. You know Correct. what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, that's a different joke. Like, uh, Mean Dave and Robert Barry, both really good established comics. They both have a, a bit about Bat Boy, but they go two totally different directions. Yeah, yeah. That setup is pretty to the same. You guys remember Bat Boy? Remember the little kid? It was like, yeah, yeah. like, you could almost like run them together right. and then they go boop, like, yeah, yeah, totally yeah, yeah. opposite direction you know yeah. what i mean um because i think robert barry's ends with like i think you know they did all the things for the family and and you know to make it really it's like i think they went too far when they shot his parents though <laughs> like so <laughs> that's robert barry's um i, I i'm not trying yeah, to sell anybody yeah, we, won't, we won't blow anymore but i mean like i think i've he's been doing it for a couple years now yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah at least and then i think mean dave's is like talking about like the Kid didn't die, and yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's sitting in traffic, and he's like, "Somebody better be dying up there." Well, yeah, <laughs> but in the end, but like, like, but, but there was like, like he didn't, he didn't die, so like, yeah, yeah. Who cares? No, no, but it's like, 
well, well what about the whole city stop for you? For yeah, like, yeah. I forget what, exactly how it goes. But, yeah, yeah. But they totally converge to, to like totally different. Like yes. Not the opposite of converge, I guess. Yeah, they diverge. Yeah, they, they diverge and have different destinations. Yes, totally. Which is that's I guess that's the fun part of writing, right? And that was another thing that I said. I go, well, wait a minute. This is a short-sighted view. If I'm worrying about my fellow open micers. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like if I if I really love this art form, then I'm going to be doing this till the day I die, which means I'm going to write volumes of dick jokes. Yeah, like yes, the, the premise the, is my dick. Like all the stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it's going to have, but before I die, my dick will have at least ten thousand jokes written about it. So yeah, exactly. And you're like and at least, like, and like you know you're probably more. good. Yeah. When you you don't have a dick joke in your set anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't even oh, have a dick joke. Dude, that was another funny like, thing. Uh, wow, I don't even talk about my dick at all anymore. Like, 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 uh, like for me... I uh, found other things that were interesting yeah, to write yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And relatable at the same time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, because having a dick is really, it's super relatable. <laughs> and the reason yes. why, because you either have one or you use one. I mean, yes. other than there's a, a, obviously a slight... Yes. Yes. Portion of the the population doesn't, but it's extremely relatable. On top of the fact that um, we're all a bunch of hormones, and most of our actions are driven by these base instinct hormones, and the strongest one being the urge to procreate. So, of course, everyone's focused, especially based on how high your whatever that instinct is driving you, is going to dictate how much that is important in your life. And dick's pretty important in a lot of people's lives. Yeah. I think what Jacob is trying to say is that the hornier you are, the more dick jokes you make, Matthew. So if if you're if you're le- leaning towards ten thousand dick jokes, that's a randy yeah. bastard. See, I'm not. I have one. I have masturbation jokes, but they I got they, those too. But they more have to do with how sad I am. <laughs> like, you know, there's a lot of sadness. Yeah, in my, yeah. I think I think uh, Gab once described. He goes, "Oh, that guy's depressing." Of course. You know, in in the way that John Gab makes it funny, but yeah, that's what yeah. he said about my act. He said, oh, this guy's. Ah uh, man, I can't, I can't do it. I wouldn't do it justice. Can you do it? I don't think so. Yeah. Ah, this guy. Um, but here's another thing that happened to me, is I thought when I first started comedy, I go, I'm just gonna get all these raunchy thoughts out. But then within about three months, I go, there's other funny shit happening. I want to write about. And now I actually had a guy come up to me, a newer guy. He's only been doing it a few months, but he goes. Hey, I really like how clean you work. I go, wait, what? <laughs> Were you, what did? But I think compared to other, yeah, other people on the open mic circuit oh, right yeah, now, yeah. I'm, I'm comparatively, clean. comparatively, I think yeah, I'm the yeah, clean I guy. So. There's nothing wrong so. with that. Like I, like my whole thing was like, I feel like I'm missing out on book. Okay, book. are you getting out of here? I okay, all right. I, I felt like for a while I was missing out on clean stuff, but and yeah. So I'm like, I'm making to make a concerted effort to write clean, and then I wrote the dirtiest five minutes I've ever had. And then yeah. it's just been getting dirtier. But I like it, and, and I'm going blue, and it's what I truly like. So instead of trying to, like, follow something, like, oh, I yeah. do. And I, figu- and I do write clean stuff. It comes out in the wash, so eventually I'll be able to have a, a set of clean I can do eventually. Yeah. You know? So and again, uh, if I try not to. If you're going to do comedy, it's a lifetime pursuit. So you don't have to force clean, and you don't have to force blue. Yeah, no, I'm just going to. Those thoughts yeah. are going to come. And then you're going to noodle on them. Mm-hmm. You're going to figure out how it works best. It may end up going clean. I had one joke that had F-bombs in it and was kind of dirty. And then it just kind of kept morphing where I was moving away, moving away. And now <laughs> it's kind of more on, on a cleanish joke. Well, it's for me, it's so. not F-bombs. It's, it's content. Yeah. Like, I have a joke about my daughter doing anal. Like, I, no matter oh, yeah, what yeah. words I do, it's yeah. still about my daughter doing anal. Yeah. You know? Um, so uh, it's just a matter. It is what it is. I'm not trying to. I'm, I, uh, I'm gonna let it the n- the natural part because sometimes yeah. if you do pull back and don't use the words alluding to it, it, it can be funnier. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So and I have that, and I've I've tried to do that a little bit, trying to go clean and found some stuff works better that way. Yeah, you can let all the filthy people in the audience fill in the yeah, blanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm getting to the what like what I just did. Like my one of my newest bits is about going to Donner Summit when I was there. Like, yeah. I have, like, a whole bit now. Yeah. And... Uh, oh, that's and such a good it, feeling, it, huh? Yeah. And, and it, it was because you traveled, and, and then you got something that popped like into your while head. while I was there, it was yeah. r- I was writing it as I was doing it, and even just, like, a random thing, like, I have this... There was a pa- someone I left a pair of glasses on the hand dryer at a rest stop, you know? Mm. Like, wire rim serial killer glasses. <laughs> I'm like, that dude's gonna get up the road 
he's gonna be pissed. Someone's getting yeah. extra murdered tonight. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, and well, so, because he's not gonna know how to stab him to yeah, kill him yeah. immediately. They're it's gonna be. Like it's gonna be sitting in his windowless van, just fuming. Yes, like he's like, I'm gonna fucking choke this shit off of somebody tonight. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like. I don't know. That's where my mind went, you know. Yeah. But um, so I'm 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 getting bits from. I find like, the road trip was really cool because I'm around comics the whole time. I'm thinking about comedy. My mind is in that set. But, and I like to compartmentalize. I do like to do my work. I like to do my music because I like to get yeah let my kind of subconscious run free, but immersive in that. Right. It really triggered a lot too. So I don't know. I'd love to just think about comedy all the time and just go travel and do comedy, but I can't. I have bills. You know, that's what I like about um that's what I like about doing podcasts. Cuz I'm just around comedy, co- comedians and I, and I'm kind of I'm seeing how they think, how they talk. And then of course just being at these kind of shows just it just feels like yeah, you're immersed in something. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, cuz you're always trying to like come up with what you know yeah. and i travel with a lot of comics it's great especially like like um, dude i had so much fun like traveling with and five Faco hour and trips and yes. oh hell yeah fuck yeah dude where'd you guys go did you go to um it was uh, just oh, the yeah, hollister yeah, run yeah, no, i've done that run yeah yeah it no. was the hollister run so we uh, left from san jose went to hollister and then I, I uh munoz got a ride back with uh someone else but i came back with Faco and 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 when i pulled up in my driveway after the night was over i go fucking a i don't think i've had that much fun on a commute uh, since I was in my twenties, yeah, th- it's just you know, <laughs> I like I've done I've I've done running with Pete's and other people, and like yeah. I like just hanging out and bullshitting, and because yeah. I've had material come out of car rides, bro. Let me tell you. Oh, I was yeah. workshopping a couple premises. Yeah, just like here's a premise. Just for like you. we're talking about something, and I say something funny. I'm like, oh, I need to remember that because I'm gonna, and I'm, I'll just, the person sitting next to me will be like, write that down. Yes, you know, what I mean, it happens shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I was trying to workshop with them. This is a thought that popped into my head. Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, has an ex-wife. Mm-hmm. That means there is a woman out there. When she goes on a date, it has to compare this guy she's dating to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So, h- how do you navigate that if you're the guy dating this woman? Uh, she'll say, "Yeah, uh, like what? H- what do you like in bed? Oh, I like." Um, 12-inch Samoan cocks well, pounding me for 45 she minutes. She would take one look at me and <laughs> say, like, the only thing you have in common is you have no fucking hair. That's about <laughs> the only thing I have in common with The Rock. I mean, he's, he's funny and he's cool, and, you know, whatever, yeah. but, like, you don't go. If Rock is your taste, you ain't you yeah, dating yeah. me. You this know what I'm this saying? was like, a mistake. Yes. But yes. it's almost like human beings are a mistake. If she If she was married to The Rock... To date a human being, I mean, there's... Like, I'm the dried-up, white, shriveled, <laughs> turd, white turd version of fucking, of The Rock, dude. You know, if You're The a, Rock. If, if so, he was a turd, I'd be the white-up, shriveled version of a turd. You know what you are? You could be The Rock if he was a expand a, a sponge thing, you know, that you drop in water. You're the before it gets dropped <laughs> in water. A shrinky dink, or, or he <laughs> starts big, and I'm the shrinky dink version of fucking the rock. Yeah, yeah, because if we added more water, then you'd, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what you could do. So but that if was you put the rock in the oven and shrank him down to <gasps> shrinky that's it. dink. I'm that the shrinky is, dink. You are the rock. shrinky dink. Yeah, yes, that's, that's right. It, all the color, all the pigmentation leaves yeah, it, and then it shrinks down, and then here we go. I'm a shrinky dink. That's good. So see that that's a perfect mm-hmm. example of the premise. That was my nickname in high school. The girls gave me that. Shrinky Dink. <laughs> <laughs> Traveled around the ladies' locker room like wildfire. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So those road trips are a blast, and the more oh, you can yeah, have with those, like, I think yeah, the better you'll get at just, telling jokes, creating jokes. I mean, yeah, and it, yeah, mind you, you you know, you got to write with the right people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty good about like not, you know, riding with assholes or whatever I yeah know. yeah 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 oh no and then there's some people where i just don't i i don't necessarily uh i don't, I don't need their advice you know oh, you know what i mean <laughs> they'll yeah. tell me something well, i'll like, be yeah, honest yeah, yeah. with you i everybody's every i take everybody's advice to the grain of salt. yeah me too because it just it what is what it is but um in we're all finding our own way our own thing i think it's, so it's, it's 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 very individualized i mean mind you there are some like standards especially yeah. When you get starting in the club area, and there's like, and there's you know, just like fundamentals of comedy, like yeah, yeah. it's all there, yeah. but how you you work within that paradigm is just fucking totally different. For it's everybody. there is no, you know? and then there's people that manual. destroy the paradigm and are insanely funny, and you don't yes. even have any fucking idea how they do it. Yes. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. No. I, that's. 
that is one thing that I've observed. Some people are just, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Everything coming out yeah. of their mouth is just funny. Well, that's just like Will Ferrell. Like, yeah. he kind of is that category where, yeah. like, he's just, he's just ridiculous. Even if he was trying to be serious, you yeah. just, like, it's hard to take him seriously. You would laugh. You know, because you've seen him, like, yell and enraged yeah. when he's being ridiculous at the same time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Serious would be hard to take serious. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, he's not the guy who can ever deliver the appropriate eulogy at a funeral. Because people would be laughing. Yeah, yeah. Which is all the more reason why he should. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> like, yeah. I would want it for my yeah, funeral. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. It's my funeral. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah, my funeral. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to be there, so it don't fucking matter, really. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. I don't know. I see it like a unmarked shallow grave. I think that's like about what I'm shooting for. I don't I just, this is what I told uh, my wife, is I just said, uh, when it comes to di- disposing of my body, just, you know, burn it and flush it down the toilet. I don't really, I don't cl- I don't care. I don't want you spending any money on. Oh, it costs money to burn your ass. It's about 2G it's to burn a body. Oh, really? Yeah. That's still be. cheaper than buying a coffin though, right? <clears throat> uh, you have to buy a coffin. You have to burn you in a coffin, I think. I think it's like a pie box. Are you maybe. serious? I, I think so. I'm not 100% sure. I don't, I'm, uh, oh it's not really my man. business. There's yeah. a, there is a comic in Sacramento, Morty the Mortician. I'm sure he could give you all that fucking information. Get out of town. His stage name is Morty the Mortician? Yep. Nice. Yeah. How come I, I've never heard of this guy? I don't know. Where does he, he play? He, he was a stand-up comic. He produces shows at uh, SF Punchline. He produced a show at Tommy T's. God not SF Punchline, Sacramento damn. Punchline. Tommy T's Rancho. Um, They just... Him, he's working with Jackie Pearl now. They just oh, okay, I know Jackie yeah, Pearl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, Morty the Mortician. Okay, I got to see that guy. They just started this new um tour. Um, it's uh, Silver's uh, Silver's the new blonde, or Gray's the new blonde. I've seen that. Yeah, she's over yeah, fifty comics. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They're they're doing a little tour, and then they're they're gonna start doing country clubs. And they're gonna like good for them. They're in with this this international country club association thing. So I mean national, so it could go. Who knows? Could be across the whole country i don't know that's what i understand but oh that'd be cool that'd be nice um you know what we should do jacob let's go see if there's any other motherfuckers i know inside who want to chit chat they i'm assuming the show's over i don't know probably at this point huh yeah yeah well nobody's coming out actually no do you need do you need to promote oh yeah it might still be going on do you need you want to promote anything before just i mean we'll we'll come back tracy so uh okay but you know nobody's gonna be in tracy but me yeah oh well (laughs) but hey you know it's gonna be good room i already know yeah 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 yeah. yeah, because i know people that's where i'm from i mean that's where i live so yeah yeah stinky town yes (laughs) stinky town yes all right jacob man it's been a pleasure talking with you you're you're awesome tonight so uh yeah 